Hey, everybody. We just want to let you know that this episode contains a spoiler alert for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. Coming to you in three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> oh my god here we are so willow pill your new queen to be congratulations i'm happy for her. yeah this is another this felt like a very long season yeah you know yeah i think there was a lot of ups and downs non-elimination episodes and we could talk all about that yeah. later on today in our spotlight but we have to talk about that i also want to talk to you about all of the court. Uh, the celebrities uh, yes. have been in and out of court. I said, okay, Baby, Nancy Grace. I need to be a lawyer. <laughs> because at Judge this point. Judy, um, so you got an update on all of that. So I'm going to be doing that. We also need to talk about First Ladies. I watched that. Uh, this, yeah, so I, I heard, talk I've been about hearing that. about it. Yeah, so we have a lot more to get into. Let's hurry up and start this show. Let's go. Everybody, what's going on? What's up, pop stars? It's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And you are listening to Cold Pop. What a week. What a week. So, wow. You and I have been together for the last, what, 48 hours now, it feels like? Uh, at the time of this recording, yeah. I literally left over there at what, what time? It was like one o'clock. It was like, yeah, 12, close to 12. And here we are this morning. We have our mimosas. Cheers. It's what we call working working girls yeah so we're now um i mean we've been together all weekend long uh but so much has gone on and we've been able to talk about some of it but we've saved a lot of it for you guys yeah i've got a lot to say i've got a lot to say today uh what have you been watching um okay so this week was really good because i had a lot of time to watch some um you know, some like TV, but then I also got right. to the theater. I got to the movie theater. And so oh, we had yeah. like a little date night, yeah. me and the boo, and we went to go see everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I still want to see um, that movie. This is the uh, sci-fi action thriller family rom. I mean, it's so many things, but with, yes, Michelle, starring Michelle Yeoh, who you might uh, remember from either Crazy Rich Asians, Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Tiger, Hidden, Hidden Dragon, Dragon Shang-Chi. Um, I mean, just so many different... Countless martial um, arts movies. Yeah, so many different projects. She has just been around for quite a while and has quite a uh, pedigree in terms of film, TV. Yes. Um, in both... I really uh, like her. Internationally, actually. Yeah. Um, and so really, really 
interesting movie. I will say Did you like this. it? I could a lot of work went into making that movie. Okay. I think it was a, it was a little too much out there for me. Okay. 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 It was a little too much out there for me, but everyone else that I've talked to, I've has seen rave reviews. Loved, yeah, has really, good really, reviews. really loved this movie. And I so, see it. I mean, I think the movie's done. It looks cool, um, but just all of the places it goes to in terms of the plot, I, I'm someone who really likes to know what I'm watching, right? <laughs> and what I'm looking so at. You just can't be open to the um, experience. It's really hard for me. I mean, you kind of know this about me. I've, I'm big on like true stories. Right. What you know, biopics, yeah. nonfic. Like that's my. That's where I really. That's you know re really gets me going. And so for this, something that's just so abstract, I will say, yeah. um, was it was it was tough. But I can appreciate the work that has went into it because um, the Daniels, which is the, the creative team behind yeah. this, has like. Yeah. I mean, has really done um, an excellent job of creating an alternate world in which Michelle Yeoh has several different um, iterations and personalities of herself. And okay, so it was no really more. cool. Yeah, I want to see it, this. It's a really, really cool um, idea. I just couldn't. I couldn't fully grasp it. OK, well, let me watch it and then let's come back and actually talk about it then. I think yeah, I you'll try to make that good. an episode spotlight next. Yeah. Oh, or at least a, just a topic of discussion. Um, I also um, watched First yeah. Ladies on Showtime, which was I've heard interesting. About this I too. watched the first episode of that. Um, pretty good, but um, people are dragging Viola. Why? I'm gonna actually. So I'm actually. Let's save that for okay. Fizz or Flat because okay. I do okay. want to talk okay. about this, and I am gonna give my official okay uh, cold pop recommendation. Okay, obviously I have a. I, yeah, <laughs> I've got something. I have something to say yeah, as well, well. How was your week? Uh, my week has been great, uh, as you know. Yeah, we uh, have been hanging out and then just busyness. You know, I, the, I feel like the weather is trying to break here in Chicago a little bit. And so it's a nice day today, but then it's supposed to what get cold again. So we'll be fighting this yeah, for a while. Yeah, we were out on the patio today. Yeah. Having a good time, but that's yeah, short-lived around here. <laughs> Um, what I've been watching, I've been actually keeping up with my documentary gang. I finished off um, our great national parks, Tao. Really good series, recommend. And there's also another documentary series on HBO Max with Kiki Palmer called Not So Pretty. Okay. Also very interesting. Learn some things about makeup and nails and talc powder and stuff like that. So it's a very interesting conversation they're having over there about that and health and beauty standards. And so recommend watching both of those. Cool. Cool. It's really nice. <laughs> uh, anything else? <laughs> no, not for me. Okay, I think it's well, time we move, move on. on to our signature seg not our signature, our most beloved segment of this podcast. Woo child. This is where Marcus and I get to go over the top pop culture moments of the week, things that made us say Woo child. And um, Marcus, I'm actually going to let you go first. No, I always go first. You go. Do you? Yes. I think it's because I always introduce this. Right. But please take it away. I'll I'll start. So I, the first thing that kind of, you know, was I had just got off this podcast saying y'all leave ASAP Rocky alone and Rihanna alone. <sighs> and lo and behold, what happens? So um, ASAP, ASAP Rocky uh was uh taken into custody uh earlier this week 
uh, by authorities after he came oh. home from vacationing with him uh, and his baby mama. What's he done done um, now? And so while they were at LAX, um, he was arrested by LAPD. Uh, this now, what this is is in connection to uh, was an altercation, and I think we covered it here on the show. Uh, probably. Um, but this was an altercation that happened in November of uh, 2021 um, after a um, there was an argument between uh, him and a, an acquaintance. And then in that in that scuffle, uh, a handgun was fired. So this that. is in relation to that. Um, as of right now, he's you know, of course, he posted bail. Um, can't remember what that that bill was. I'm sure was, was pretty expensive just because much. I already know you already know it's ASAP Rocky. So I'm gonna you they go they gonna tax heads on this, but um he he is out and I'm I'm sure it's probably gonna have some other things coming from this. But I had just said that Rihanna does not need this stress. <laughs> Can y'all please 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 leave them alone? Um, yes. Woo chow. Woo chow. The bill was five hundred. Fifty thousand, half a million dollars. Dang. Mm. And he posted it, so. Oh yeah. Well, quickly. Well, there you go. Good job. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the first thing I would like to talk about is the mask ban. Let's talk about it. There have been okay. some major updates as you are of this our COVID, week. Uh, correspondent. The COVID correspondent. That's what I do. Um, the TSA and the travel mask mandate has been lifted um, by the TSA and then, of course, following uh, cities and everything. Basically, you don't have to wear a mask anymore or better yet, you have to do what is right for you. Right. And so what what do you think about that? What do you think about Child, I mean, what's going on? Hey, if this is if this is the way that they want to go. I mean, we are already starting to see positive uh positivity rates go up and in increase um not only here uh but also you know in other parts of the country it's not going to be up for me i can tell you that uh my mask mandate is going to continue to uh, uh be in full effect when i'm on at least public transportation and things like that yeah i definitely think i'm going to adopt a, a hybrid approach here when keeping my mask on in public transportation um this is from the washington post and it says Federal officials stopped enforcement of a federal mask mandate last week in transportation settings after a federal judge struck down the requirement, raising public health concerns and prompting several airlines to announce that face coverings are optional on all domestic flights. And so, it's, again, maybe the does it sound like the messaging is going away from you don't have to wear a face mask anymore to more so do what's best for you. Right. And I think that that's that's completely completely fine i mean no one's going to be sitting around enforcing you need to take your mask off right like no that's just or not gonna shouldn't happen be. yeah you um, shouldn't be yeah so I, for me like i said it's, it's clearly going to continue for me and i think that you know as time goes on and i get more and more comfortable i will you know choose to remove it when i want to um but as of right now i'm i'm just gonna kind of do my own thing <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I I agree with that. I would hope that there is a day that would come to where I don't have to necessarily wear a mask anymore. But I, again, I think just in some certain situations like on public transportation on an airplane, I may start adopting that consistently 
from now on because it does make a little bit more sense to me. But yeah, this is where here we are. Uh, Woo child. Woo child. What else you got? Okay, so my next line of uh, stories are going to kind of come all under our own uh, version of uh, divorce court celebrity edition. Yeah, so I don't know if you have seen or have been keeping up with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, uh, trial. I was but just looking at some this of past that. week. Johnny Depp has been on, I think it's the, uh, for three days, he was on trial being asked questions um, in terms to his lawsuit against Amber Heard. Now, we've talked about this before, and we've talked about these two um, and kind of the dissolution of their relationship, but Depp, Johnny Depp is now suing Amber Heard mm, yeah. um, because of, for libel, basically saying that because of the things that she's put out there in the press, his career that it's hurt his career. Brand um, or whatever. As, I mean, because as, as we know, Disney made it a point to cut ties with Johnny oh, yeah. Depp. And, yeah. you know, that Pirates of the Caribbean franchise was, you know, very lucrative for him. It was making a lot of money. So with this, um, he is now, you know, he, he's pursuing this this lawsuit. And he also had to drop out of uh, the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. So, this, so the thing is, is now that while he is um, on, while he's on the stand testifying some of the crazy stuff that has come out um, in regards to their relationship and what was happening while they were together has definitely left me saying Wu Chow. First up, mm -hmm. um, the the one I know you heard is the writing on the wall in blood. Yeah, I was looking at that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, uh, so basically, what the story was is that you know during an argument, Amber through um two like liquor bottles like vodka bottles at him and one of them actually like cut his finger open mm -hmm. um to which point he then it in paint well first he started writing on the wall in blood it, with yes. his blood i don't they didn't say what he was writing or anything like that but then after <laughs> after that he um after after the blood dried he put his finger in paint and continued to write on the wall um, and so that Ooh, was just one of the child. many examples. Uh, the other one that I just couldn't get over was uh, he testified that Amber heard shit in the bed. Mm. That one day he had like come back to the house that they were living in at that time, wherever they were living, and that there was there was poop in the bed. Um, Did he explain why or so? She wasn't that she wasn't there um at at the time, but apparently it was something like or do you maybe think it, it might like have a been joke or poop or something. Yeah, it was something like in terms of like them be it was like supposed to be like a joke. Um she she was with her friend they oh, they went to Coachella. Um and basically while they were while they were there, he came back and said that um they she tried to say it was like one of the dogs. Mm -hmm. But he was like, this is not a, this is not a, a pet. <laughs> this is not <laughs> a pet's poop. This is, <laughs> mm -hmm. so like, what is happening? Um, so do, can you remind me again what Amber Heard was accusing Johnny Depp of? So she basically said, so in, in 2018, she put out this op-ed in the Washington Post, mm -hmm. basically saying that she had recently suffered abuse. Right. At what okay. that time yes. was she was you know yes. she did not name him 
uh directly by name right but there were many inferences in which people kind of put two and two together and was like this is what's happening and johnny depp is like i never hit a woman i you know i I, this is not me i didn't do this (laughs) y'all fighting for my life (laughs) r kelly style um so that's that's kind of where this is all stemmed from Mm. this is wild yeah i've I've looked at some of this just to kind of stay in the know but it's I'm like, okay, do I, I just, I, I have no comments. There's definitely this abuse is, on both ends. Yeah, like clearly there's something like going on are, and like y'all probably should have never been together. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm staying away <laughs> from this one. <laughs> I'm st- not minding my business Ooh, on this one. Ooh, okay. Child. <laughs> I'll let you go. Uh, so, I mean, another crazy one, Bill Murray is back in the headlines, um, is being suspended. This is from the NPR, and it says, Searchlight Pictures has suspended production of the film Being Mortal after a complaint was filed uh, last week about inappropriate behavior reportedly by actor Bill Murray. The production company sent a letter to cast and crew this coming week saying that it was looking into a complaint, though it did not say who or what it was about. What are your thoughts? I think Aziz Ansari is okay. involved in this too. Uh, it, it says it's unclear whether Murray will be, be replaced in the movie, which began production at the end of March. Actor Aziz Ansari wrote the script based on the nonfiction book Being Mortal, Medicine, and What Matters in the End. And the movie's called Being Mortal. Okay. I feel like I don't, f- for Bill Murray, as long as he's been in the game, right? this is not going to. To me, this is not going to amount to a hill of beans, really, in terms of who he... I feel like he really doesn't even do projects like that anymore. Um, so I don't know how how much this is going to per- affect him, per se. Um, there might... Do you think that there will be a... I guess there might be like a pull a pull back from or is there anyone speaking up is there anyone has Aziz made a, a statement see that's what i'm looking for i still need a little bit more information like what are or are, number one how did this get out how did this complaint get out from the set yeah. number two um if this is a serious complaint are other actors going to come forward and say that they also experienced that inappropriate behavior or witnessed it or how se- do I don't remember- know how serious. Okay, so to take let this. me give you an instance. I okay, think I need do you remember? So because I feel like that they're kind of like in the same vein. Do you remember the whole Chevy Chase thing that was happening with um him on the show? I think it's Community. Uh, briefly. Isn't okay. I was about to I say. I believe so. So there was like this whole situation, and just in terms of Chevy Chase and his behavior and just being nasty. Um to cast crew mm-hmm. uh you know and it it immediate like it didn't immediately result but later on it resulted in him just kind of leaving the show right maybe that this is something that they're trying to avoid oh, okay. because it did leave a stain um and i remember watching like i've seen videos of like them as like a cast doing like a panel mm-hmm. or talk and that tension is heightened and you can see it oh absolutely and you can see it absolutely. in the cast you like can in see the actor's faces and so just in wanting to kind language. of create that environment yeah you probably do want to nip something like this in the bud because for community it did leave a stain it left a heavy stain on the relationship of how chevy chase was viewed but then also just in terms of the creators the writers of the show 
Um, and the and the yeah, the cast. Yeah, I, I guess yeah, I would like to see more information in, into what kind of inappropriate behavior is this bullying on? Is this? I want to hear uh, what the cast is saying. Yeah, like what because, does the cast have to say? Like if there's someone who's like, this is you know BS or right? You Are know, they going like, to come out in support of him or in? Uh, against him. I, How long I has need the story been out? Uh, the twenty second. So since last Thursday, we'll see. I, if if someone or does Friday, come, last Friday, if someone does come to you know, in response to this, I that might that might switch me and or you know make me feel differently. But mm-hmm. you got to nip stuff like this in the bud because you don't want that energy kind of taken over. Um, I guess we'll see. Let me just check one thing. Okay, what are you looking because for? Because what I'm interested to know is, yeah, so, because I, I made that Chevy Chase, um, kind of, that, that Chevy Chase comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, it, it, he ran all the way. He didn't leave until season five of this show. Oh, so he's so on can for you five imagine seasons? having that wow. go on and, you know, Year after year, you're supposed. You, apparently, you are doing well because you get keep you keep getting picked up for seasons on seasons, right? But you have that kind of, I mean, and that this, energy. This comment also makes me think this is serious because they say after reviewing the circumstances, it has been decided that production cannot continue at this time. We are truly grateful to all of you for everything you've put into this project. Our hope is to resume production. So, I mean, if it's serious enough to halt production then yeah it's definitely so i guess well yeah who knows we'll see you know child we'll get more information on that all right what else do you got okay so i'm back in the courtroom y'all okay come on back in the courtroom um the next thing i want to talk about is black china versus the kardashians (sighs) okay now the situation with this is is not it's not really the card well it is the kardashians because as we know black china had been married to rob kardashian right. um and they have a Robert. daughter together and um black china is suing them because she feels as though uh the kardashians had something to do with the canceling of the rob and china spinoff uh, because they had one yeah they did have one i didn't watch it though I mean, I really didn't watch it either, but this is the th- <laughs> this is the thing so about maybe it. it. Just got canceled. Well, like because <laughs> clearly we well, didn't watch it. okay. So the allegations are is that it was going to be renewed and that there For were like a second season. Yes, and that there were other episodes that went unaired, like that it got pulled early, and that in the affected, second season or no, in the first no in season? the first season that there were still episodes that they were going to they were supposed to air but didn't because i guess wow. it, it got pulled now she's saying that because that happened the kardashians had something to do with it therefore messing up her money um i guess the question is can she prove it can you prove well, it? Well, that's exactly what she's in, in the process the of, of doing. So that's what she's, and that is exactly what they are doing. That's why they are in this lawsuit right now, and she's okay. suing them. Um, uh, Chris has had to testify um, so far in terms of uh, her experience with mm-hmm. with with Black China, and uh, if she did have anything to do with it. Black China has alleged that Chris Jenner has made comments about her being ghetto. Mm-hmm um and stupid Mm. so i mean if if we are in a place where we can 
she can prove some of these things, mm -hmm. it might it might have something. Now, what I will say is that I feel like Black China, we are grasping at straws here a little bit. I mean, you weren't. They were. They really wouldn't even weren't together. The show would have been probably canceled anyway because the relationship was so short. Right. I just I, 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 the, I guess the way that I look at this is if you're willing to take them to court, you must have something. Because why go through all of the trouble? I, I think I think a lawyer will boost your head up and gas you up why? to get that money. Go through. I I I, I have another situation like that coming <laughs> up in Fizzle Flat. Actually, that I'm going to talk about. I feel like. These okay. lawyers will take your money and say, "Yeah, you got a case. Let's go." Okay, that that is one side. I hope I would hope that she has a good case that she can prove in the law, um, in court. Because if not, I mean, I feel like they're gonna crush her. This is the thing. I'm so interested to know because if you, if anyone who follows the Kardashians knows that Rob even doing this show. Was, was a step out of yeah because he out of character he because do that anymore. he had like officially kind of well removed, not officially but like removed unofficially himself from removed himself from yeah. filming the Kardashian show yeah. um and that like for him to come back to something like this was already questionable and number one and he might have been just trying to keep everybody happy at home uh but the fact that this is now kind of spilling over I mean this has gone on longer than the actual marriage has. Is there a possibility or is there a scenario where where Rob went to his family and said, hey, I don't want to do this show anymore? It could be. And, and Chris was like, say, I'll take care of I'll it. I'll take care of it. Do you, Probably. Is, is that I mean, a scenario? There could be. I mean, that's definitely something that could be. Now, and if that was actually what happened, that is that's wrong. That's wrong for him to do that because I think you, unless you are... I mean, if he signed the contract and he was like, dang, I shouldn't have signed that contract. And well, now I got to unless my you family. are unless you're going to be like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to give you the rest of this, you know, mm -hmm. rest of whatever's left. We're supposed to be getting out of this. I'm going to go ahead and take care of that for you. Unless you're doing that. Yeah. Then you you dead and wrong. And not having that conversation with Black China right, is also right, right. very wrong. Right. Um, what I'm not here for with this whole situation is mm -hmm. them trying to play Tokyo Tony. Um <sighs> Because Black, Black China's, China's mom, mom is basically saying like that she, you know, was aggressive. I think there was a situation in the court of where they like try to say that they were like scared of Tokyo Tony and that she was going to like that she could attack them. Do they do they have proof now? I have seen Tokyo Tony <laughs> on some on some shows and she is about that life. But I'm not saying that. that but that don't she mean could, that she right. would do that to them. Well, there's also been talks about. Um, Chris has been talking about that their Black China had made threats on Kylie uh, years before because um, of the whole, the whole Tiger, Tiger situation. Thing. And so I think you know they're already the Kardashians will spend some Fraught. shit, and they like you you are going up against a juggernaut, Black China. Um, and so best of luck to oh, you. Best of luck. I hope this is worth the money that you're looking to get out of At it. The time that you're investing into this. Because yeah, this is this is something that I feel like is yeah, it's, it's gonna be an uphill, uphill battle. <laughs> yes, uphill that's why we battle. are the girls. That's why it's my sister. <laughs> it's gonna be an uphill battle, girl. You yeah. are going put you gonna have to put on the suit of armor of God yeah. and trudge up this hill. Yeah. Cause this is not going to be easy. Woo chow. Woo chow. All right, I've got one last topic. Okay. Um, that is a major woo chow, but I, 
may have a difference of opinion. We'll talk about it. This is from the Today Show. Uh, former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson was caught on camera punching a fellow airplane passenger while the JetBlue plane was still on the ground in San Francisco. Representatives say Tyson was provoked by the other passenger harassing him. No arrests were made. Now, I've seen it been reported to where, oh, um, Mike Tyson got annoyed and decided to punch a passenger to so and so was harassing him or to so and so it's Mike's fault and stuff like that. What do you think? You play with a puppy, you get licked in the mouth. Now, we've learned that already. <laughs> we, and that has been, if you don't take nothing name. out of 2022. <laughs> Out, if yo. y'all don't listen to me out there, okay? Yo. If y'all don't take nothing out of 2022, Stop you play with a puppy, you're going to get licked in the <laughs> mouth. Stop playing with people. Now, this was a situation which it wasn't... Now, this was not a harmless, like, little no, joking. This this, is a, so, if you look at the video, because I saw the video, yes. this you are this overstepping man, your bounds. Number yeah. one, we are coming out of a pandemic. Number one. Right. Okay, so let's just keep the idea of personal space. like let's, In your mind. Like, let's remember that and be mindful of that. Be very mindful. Okay, be, yeah. be mindful of where you are today, Taquita. <laughs> All right? Second off, right. at a point of... <laughs> I'm not going to... That I am. This is no shade, but at a certain point, I'm also like Mike. Why are we in coach? Like, like. <laughs> well, I don't. Now hold on. No way. It didn't look like they were in coach because they all had their own any kind of individual pods. It looked like maybe they're in business class or something like maybe. that. Maybe. But I guess so, also if you're Mike Tyson, you don't need a team. You don't need a bodyguard with you. No, like, I mean, I'm good. I, I, right. I'm, I'm, I, I guard my own body. Yeah. Okay. But the, it, there was something like, you know, at an airport at least something like that. That's just a high, high volume of people. Mm-hmm. I probably would have a buffer with me, like somebody. But <sighs> who you know, knows what the situation was? Yeah. Who why knows why he was in that? Situation. And that's not. It's not his fault because right. he was not. You know. Because he was, he was by his himself. business. He yeah, was just trying to be cool. Business. Now, he went and he Back took to the forward. photo. He, he did. He took a photo so with this young man. The, the young man asked him to take yes. the photo. He yeah. took the photo. Okay, I've done. To me... That is transaction complete. Yeah. Like I'm let's gonna go back to mind my business. You go back I'm taking to your photo. Yours. I'm in the airport. I probably Boom. don't want to be photographed right now. Right. But I'm gonna do it. Because you know. And yeah. And then the boy keeps harassing him. In my so in my drunk. opinion, I saw the video. He looked like he was drunk, drunk. or something. Drunk. And like he kept messing with Mike and Mike had asked him to please leave him alone yep. and then he allegedly threw a water bottle or something at him and so then Mike had no choice but to defend himself I guess I I just don't like the message of oh Mike Tyson is annoyed and just starts beating up no this young man was harassing him and after repeatedly asking the young man to stop like he kept doing it so I mean again leave people alone Leave people alone. Yeah. It, and these things won't happen to you. Leave people alone. Now, this is this is a situation because, I mean, as Mike Tyson, you probably do get people who want to try you. Absolutely. Especially if they're You've drunk. Got like, to. you got like, Absolutely. I need to protect myself. Absolutely. You know? And so this is this is definitely a woo child, but. Woo child. Honey. Oh, boy. He had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. 
And on yeah. that, and on that note. <laughs> oh wait, I have one more. Oh, you do what? I have one more, y'all. Oh yeah. My last divorce court. Probably uh, the case. craziest Next case. One. <laughs> um. So next case on the docket. I want to talk about. Real, I want to go to Potomac. Real okay. Potomac star Ashley Darby has just announced that her and uh, her uh, ex husband now, or Ooh. no husband still, uh, have decided to separate. Um, this mm. is very interesting to me just because uh, we've seen this, we have seen this, uh, marriage since pretty much its early inception it on the Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, the Darby's have had quite the storyline on yes. Potomac. What a roller coaster. And so if you think right now, uh, for those who don't know, Ashley Darby who is, <laughs> you know, beautiful, uh, 33, yeah, she's still. I think she was. Yeah. Uh, is she thirty three? Yes, thirty three years old. Oh, she's our age. Um, and she is. I mean, just gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful woman. Uh, Michael Darby is well. I don't know how old Michael Darby is actually. I mean, I mean, gotta be okay. Push it. Okay, you go. I'm gonna look it up, and then you you guess. How do I think Michael, Michael Darby, Darby is? is. Y'all, Google Google Michael Darby right now. If you don't know what he looks like, Google him real quick, y'all. <laughs> I think Michael Darby is either. Do I have to give a number or can I give a range? <laughs> give me a number. He's sixty-two. Y'all, how old is Michael Darby? Hold on. You you must have looked at it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I promise. How old is he? He's sixty two. Oh, no. he's sixty two years old. I promise. I did not look. I'm just. I was. I was going to give a range. I was going to say anywhere between. He's sixty two. Fifty eight to sixty two. So he's sixty two years old. Sixty two year old wow. white man. Um, very. I, right. I mean, nothing to look at, but has a twenty million dollar fortune. Um, He's got now, plenty to look what at, I will apparently. say, what I will say is that you know, despite their differences in uh-huh. race and age and all of those, they made it work for quite some time. But there's, they have also had their uh, plenty share of scandal. Oh yeah, uh, Michael Darby had actually uh, has been accused several times on Potomac of inappropriately touching staff, m- men, crew and, members, so cast and crew, male yeah. cast and crew, um, on the show inappropriately grabbing genitals. Um, and allegedly. you know, making and uh, making comments. Uh, that's not allegedly. No, he has been. He has been officially uh, been reported as as doing. Oh, that. he has. So yes, oh, okay. uh, there was a lawsuit. There was an HR lawsuit. Oh, okay. You know, everybody wanted to sue Bravo, honey. Okay. Um, because there was yeah, because of the situation in which oh, he okay. inappropriately so touched. Allegedly. He oh. he inappropriately uh, touched a. A crew member right and they I had to like go to court for it and everything and so oh. this has been you know something that has gone on for quite some time with them um but they they both they released a joint statement you know basically saying we've decided to separate we still respect each other and all of these things i'm that's fine okay i knew mm-hmm. y'all wasn't gonna be together forever anyway like that mm-hmm. now what i want to draw your attention to here okay <laughs> is Mm-mm. The way that their marriage was set up, the way that their agreement was set up was that post they had a prenuptial agreement. How do you know this? This was all on the show. So okay. we like learned this like season three. Okay. Um, there was a prenuptial agreement that mm-hmm. they had. Uh, and then 
after the three year mark, so after they'd been married for three years, Ashley Darby got the opportunity to go back and rework the agreement. Okay. And so if she made it past the three year mark, she went ahead and she got to um, go back and rework the agreement. And then I think the new thing, hold on. I just want to make sure that this is correct. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, okay. So what it was is that for the prenup, Mm -hmm. she, she got to get, if they had got divorced before the three year mark, she just got a lump sum. Okay. Did they say how much a lump sum was? They did not say, they did not disclose how much the lump sum was. But if she made it past the three year, Mm -hmm. she would be able to get, she would be able to petition for half of his earnings. So, I mean, we made it past the three year mark. And now she has two children by him. How long have they been married total? Uh, Let's see. Do we know? Almost eight years. Oh. Oh, wow. Almost eight years. Oh, they said almost eight years ago when we said I do. Yeah. So like seven and some change. Mm hmm. Now, Ashley's already she already has Potomac money. Right. But now that She'll she has fine. this that I mean, it's just yeah. kind of solidifying like, OK, I'm going to be good. Well, I mean, she's going to need to stay on Potomac now. Will she now that she could petition for half? But that doesn't mean she'll go for half, though. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll see. And of course, we already know Michael Darby's also smart. He might he might have a trick up his sleeve as well. Mm. Yeah, they got married in 2014. Okay. Ooh, child. Ooh, child. Okay, let's take a break. All right. Okay, and then we can come back with our episode spotlight. Marcus, what are you covering this week? We are covering our intro clip, RuPaul's Drag Race, season right. 14, the season and the grand finale. Good stuff, good what stuff. What are you covering? I am uh, taking a journey over to Troy, Missouri. We're going to talk about the thing about Pam. Oh, Jesus. All right. We'll, we'll be right back. All right. We are back. And it is time for our spotlight shows of the week. Ooh. This week, I decided to cover the thing about Pam. So <laughs> first off, Uh-oh, tell okay. me what this show is about. All right. Because so th- I've got questions. So the thing about Pam is a kind of a um, comedy crime drama on NBC uh, that details. Peacock or actual NBC? It's actually on NBC. Oh, OK. Um, and it details the the order of events following the death of Betsy Faria, um, who was a Troy, Missouri resident, a mother, a wife, who was found dead in her home a couple of days after Christmas. Um, was this based on real? So this is based on a real true okay. life story. Okay. Um, now, the, the story gets a little weird um, starting as soon as her husband finds her uh, because the last person to see Betsy alive was her quote-unquote best friend Pamela Hupp Mm -hmm. Um, and so the show kind of follows the trial but then centers on the central character of of this show which is actually based on a podcast called The Thing About Pam that was on uh, on Slate Um, Mm -hmm. but it follows the order of events about Pamela Hupp and basically how it was later revealed her actual participation in um or alleged crimes, I'll say that, alleged crimes, because, spoiler alert, I'll go ahead and say it as of right now, 
uh, Pam Hupp is actually still on trial. Oh, um, Jesus. So, like, as of um, right today? As, as we speak, huh. um, is still going through the process of, um, of trial uh, for Betsy's death. Okay. It's a very long twist and turn, and it's a very interesting story. I don't, like I said, I don't want to give too much away because if yeah. you have, if you are interested in watching it, I think that you should. It's, um, you just can't make this stuff up. This character, um, who is based on the real life person, Pamela Hubb, who's playing her, yeah. is Renee Zellweger. Oh, that's right. Um, and so right. this is a, uh, this is a tour de force role. I mean, some of the places that she has to go. She's been getting into this, some grittier roles. Um, she has. Now, I, I do want to talk about the casting just really quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, the cast is incredible. You have Josh Dumel, you have Judy Greer in this as well, who give really amazing performances as opposite counselors uh, throughout the trial. And so they, they are um, competing lawyers through this. And there's been conversations lately in regards to, um, I'll say that, uh, let's say traditionally beautiful mm -hmm. Hollywood actor actresses however you want to whatever you think of saying, that what is. are we considering yes. to be traditionally so beautiful? like you know those who you would see on the cover of the magazines and things like okay. that always on the red carpet being kind of put out there and prioritized okay so those type of women okay um playing roles of real life people mm -hmm. who don't look like that and a lot of the conversations have been you know with the cast of, of Renee in this, also uh, Sarah Paulson as Linda Tripp. And mm -hmm. um, when we, you know, we just reviewed American Crime Story not too long ago, Charlize Theron and Monster. Yeah. Like, should we be picking actresses? Because there are actresses out there who don't traditionally fit those, those traditionally beautiful Hollywood molds. Mm -hmm. should, those, should those roles be going to those actresses? So, because if, if you look at Renee Zellweger and you look at Pamela Hupp, quite a lot has been done in order for Renee to look like Pam Hupp. Right. Um, there's been prosthetics put around her nose. There are there's padding and like to kind of build somewhat of a, a fat suit mm -hmm. um, for to, for her for her to play this character. I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, the first question I ask is, can she do it? Can't like is this even something that this actress can pull off? You know, not mm -hmm. even you know looks. Obviously, it help. It definitely helps to favor the person that you're portraying. But that's why you have movie magic. That's why you have prosthetics and makeup and all of these things. And when it comes down to it, can you pull off this person? as a person and i and i think uh, you you use the right example sarah paulson for example sarah paulson looks nothing like linda tripp but she immersed herself into that role and made me believe that she was linda tripp you know prosthetics be damned like she did great work yeah. charlize theron won an oscar for monster and her portrayal so i mean clearly and i think that there is but i do think that there is a culture of women in hollywood kind of and men in hollywood too i will say that both men and women in hollywood being praised for making these like amazing transformations mm -hmm. um that's part of, of, acting. of people who are not less tradi traditionally beautiful when you do have you know actors of size who would be able to easily 
you know, step into one of those roles? Why are we putting someone in a fat suit to play, to portray a role when you do have actors out there of all different shapes and sizes? Now that absolutely, that I also absolutely agree so with. So that's kind of what do I'm those, getting to here. Like, how do you feel about oh, that? So you're in talking terms about of, from a, so you're talking about is more, so I guess we're being more specific then. If you're talking about if there is a role that, is for a bigger person. I don't want to say just bigger person. It could, it, to be honestly, it could be anything. Uh-huh. I just don't want to put it on totally on size. But, you know, for let's, oh, the Jessica Bill situation, she just got cast in that role as Candy. Mm-hmm. And like they now put her in like, you know, this crazy like curly wig and they've mm-hmm. put glasses to try to like, I don't like ugly her up, you know, for lack of a better term. Um, it's just like, okay, there are, there are actresses and actors out there who look different and can, you know, can fit those roles more naturally Mm -hmm. than having to kind of, you know, go through the lens of trying to make someone less quote unquote, less, you know, attractive or less traditionally beautiful. I'm not going to agree or disagree with you on this, but I guess my question is, is at the end of the day, when it comes to a film, What's or more show. or TV show? What is the most important? Are are we going for a spot on look? Or are we going for someone who can pull off this character? And I, I think the honest answer to this is that is something that we won't know because we don't know what the casting process for this situation looks right. like, and we don't know if actresses of size were sought right. to be a part of this and had an opportunity to audition for the right. role of Pam. Which I'm probably guessing not, seeing that Renee Zellweger is an executive producer on this. Right. She, I think she came to them this, with this we, project. I was going to say, I think she pretty much owned this. Now, I, yeah. I, again, you hit the nail on the head. Do I think that actresses, you know, of those sizes and or shapes or colors or, or, or looks should get those opportunities? Absolutely. And then if you can play the role, then damn it, yeah, you should get the role. And not Renee Zellweger and stuff, but when you tell me stuff like, "Oh, she's an executive producer on this," mm, this she's committed. This she's been in the works with this for a while, yeah. And so the, her name was always attached to this. Yeah. So I think at this case, then no, there were no opportunities because they already knew who was going to be starring. Or do you, as Renee, say, you know what? Hey, like I think this is an opportunity to showcase, you know, a you know another actress, a woman, it could who, have. a woman who you know might not get that, you know, that shine just because they don't you know, look like a certain, look a certain way. It could have, but you know, Hey, um, the other thing I want to talk to you about is with this, it is a, it is a, um, kind of like a crime drama, but it's done in a very comedic style. Mm-hmm. And so the thing about Pam is it's almost similar to this. Are you familiar with, um, my name is Earl. Yeah. So you know how my name is Earl has the narrator. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of that. And I didn't know while watching this and so this this entire series is six episodes you can watch it in oh a it's weekend, only honestly. six episodes yeah, it's only six hmm. but this is i didn't know how i felt about this very tragic mm-hmm. these very tragic murders happening mm-hmm. and i'll say murders um without giving too much away um in a kind of like a comedic mm-hmm sense i i felt do like you it was, like that or do you not like that i didn't know how i didn't know really how to feel about it i do think that they did make a 
an intentional choice mm-hmm. to separate as much of the victims as they could out of it. So right. we really don't even get, I mean, we get a little time with Betsy. There's another murder that actually happens in there. And with that character, we even get less time with this character. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like they tried to separate them from the story and focus centrally on Pam, hence the the title, the thing about Pam. But the center of this is that two, you know, two people's lives were lost. They were taken from their families because mm-hmm. of this. And I don't know how quite to feel about some of, you know, something like that being portrayed as in a, in a as comedic a comedy, style. Yeah, in a comedy way. Um, and so yeah. I, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, I could... What I kept thinking about were th- were the families, right? Were the families, so the daughters, you know, the kids, you know, they have to, that are probably watching this and seeing it's like, oh, really? Like, so this is, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's no different than the Pam and Tommy, because Pamela, oh, really? This is this is funny. This is supposed to it's be like something this I want to relive. This is murder. Well, I'm I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like, again, I don't think the. I, I probably should have said my point first before I said that. Yeah. It's the yeah. fact that there was <laughs> no stuck. consulting of the people that this affected. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think that the families were involved in this because I don't feel like this is something they would ever want to portray on TV. You know, I think the so. families were involved in the way that a lot of this is based on the, uh, interviews and there's already a public that, that already had happened yeah, with NBC, record. right? Um, on Dateline, yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah, because there's three Dateline episodes about this particular woman. Hmm. Interesting. It's an interest. Like okay. I was definitely entertained. I was definitely captivated because I was so interested in the story. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do. I do kind of cringe also at that fact of like these are actually real families that are probably seeing this and some of this is being done kind mm-hmm. of you know flippantly um other than that i think it's it's solid it's you know it's very it was very quick i don't know if there will be any award nods to come out of this that was my last question Um, and so i would say if anything who i was the most impressed with to be honest um outside of renee because i think she did do a pretty good job as pam um Josh Dumel's character, mm-hmm. I thought he did pretty well. I was actually able to kind of not see him um, in this kind of... He's, right. He plays a lawyer who is uh, kind of a... Uh, I, he, like televangelist almost kind of vibe okay. uh, type lawyer to me. Uh, but he he's the first one to kind of see beyond... Uh, beyond the smoke with Pam. And so I think that he had a very interesting uh, role in kind of driving some of the action here. Um, Judy Greer was fine. I don't know if there will be any awards though to come from for, for either of them. So a question for you then we, I want to go back to the conversation we're having earlier um, just about the casting and stuff. So who would you, if not Renee Zellweger, who would you cast in this role to do this? I think it would have been funnier to do an unknown or um, if you wanted to have a name to this, mm-hmm. I would have did Melissa McCarthy. Hmm. Okay. Melissa's been getting into some more serious roles lately too. Yeah. 
but there's also some comedic stuff happening here too. Which just because the ex- just how eccent- how eccentric this woman is in real life, mm-hmm. um, because I think they did a great job of like mirroring exactly what happened and what was said in some of these court trials and some of the things that were going on um, with Pam. So uh, just because of how eccentric she is, there are some comedic bits that you kind of have to play up mm-hmm. um, for this particular project, and I think Melissa would have done well with that. Interesting. Okay. But I think it would have also been cool to go with just like an unknown, like who we don't know. Kind of like in uh, America Crime Story yeah. with Monica, yeah. Monica's character. Uh, how long are the episodes? Um, They, they really do like vary. It's about, they're about 45 minutes okay. tops. Okay. Um, But it's, yeah, it's like an hour, it's an hour long. And this is on NBC. You can find it on NBC. The thing about Pam. Okay. Anything else? That That's it. it for me, yeah. All right, well, let's take a break, uh, and I'll be back with mine, my TV spotlight. We're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh. We'll be right back. All righty, we are back. Okay, let's let's Start just talk about your it. engine. <laughs> May the best woman, best, best drag, drag queen, queen win. Yeah, did it right. Um, season 14, RuPaul's Drag Race just ended. If you've uh, not been living under a rock this past Friday, and we have a new winner. It's been 84 <laughs> years. This has been such a long Officially season. Officially the longest season of Drag Race yeah. to happen how many episodes did we tap out at? 16. 16. Wow. Season 8 had 8. This started back in January, too. Yep. And yep. like just ended at the end of April. Yep. January, February, March for four months. Mm-hmm. Four month run. Wow. Um, okay, so I just want to run through some things, but obviously, spoiler alert, yet again, if you have not seen Drag Race, I mean, it's basically the three-day rule, so you've had plenty of time. Um, the winner of this season of RuPaul's Drag Race, we'll start there, is none other than she don't want no big pill. She, <laughs> she want, want a Willow, Willow pill. pill. Willow pill. Season 14, Drag Race winner. What do you think? Um, I think it's, you know, I'm, congratulations, uh, Willow pill. I think it's fine. Everyone kind of said that she was going to win. Uh, she was not my pick to win. Uh, but, um, you know, hey, I think she did mm-hmm. an okay job. She was one of my picks, but after watching the episode, I definitely think Lady Camden maybe took that for me. Uh, yeah, so I um, so I officially b- had Lady Camden as my pick right after the... And you were with me because yeah, we watched I did. the Catwalk I did, yeah. um, episode in which they did the, the yeah. verses. And I said after that, that was... Yeah. I was like, okay, that's who I think should win. Lady, yeah, and she did great. She did great uh, in the finale. Yep. But, but again, I'm not. I'm totally fine with Willow Pill winning, and congrats to her. And uh, I'm excited to see what she does with her reign. Yeah, losing is the new winning. Also, for all the girls that didn't win. So, but I think. Um, I mean, yeah, I think she had. I think she had a strong showing on Drag Ooh. Race. Willow Pill did. Yeah, um, she I was wasn't consistent. Necess- so. I, I do know that she was consistent. I don't remember her winning like several challenges. She only won one. And I just, I, you know. It was a design challenge. It was, yeah, it was very much, um, how do I want to say this? 
uh, I think Evie also I only won Evie one challenge. Evie only won one challenge. It's very yeah. mirror, mirror uh, with this situation. Sonique only won one challenge. Or Kylie mm-hmm. from All Stars. She only won like one challenge, I think, too. Yeah. And she won. So get into it. You, challenges you, are not Do you feel everything. like Willow uh, won that lip sync? Uh, For me, personally... I once like I said after watching the finale for me Lady Camden yeah. I think took that entire yeah, episode. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But as again, well. like I said, I don't have any issue with Willow winning. So, um okay, I wanted to get into a couple of quick subtopics for you and get your thoughts. So, because this was such a long season, season 14, what did you think of the season as a whole? What did you think of the it's chocolate twist and all Um, of that i wasn't really crazy about the it's chocolate twist i think it was a little um it was a little too produced i think what would have been more interesting is for the girls to hold on to their candy bars and for them to know like for someone to either know they have the gold ticket and you have the opportunity to share that or not share that um, so you wanted to put it in the cast's yeah, hands. And I, I would have rather see, and I think that, that would have provided hands. a lot more interesting of um, a lot more interesting story. What do you do um, with that information though? If you find out so how, if you have the I golden under- bar, so what I understand and what I think, what I'm kind of like uh, comparing this to is if you had found an immunity idol on Survivor. Right, that's what I was thinking, um, of. and you could like yeah. choose to save yourself, or you could save someone else, or yeah, um, you know, something of that nature. Okay, I could see that. That's a, that's the first thing that actually came to mind too was Survivor and thinking of that. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think that that would have okay. been a lot more interesting rather than the, which came off to me as super overproduced. Mm-hmm. Um, Bosco winning the chocolate after this, you know, crazy. Um, the losing the lip sync palooza. No, 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 no. The um, and then the next episode. Yeah. So the 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 episode after that of which yeah. the the rusical of which she had you know kind of had this big notorious fall, um, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, magically having the 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 gold bar. They have to give story arc. You got to give story arc. Yeah, I and I think that this would have done some really interesting things if they had put it in the hands of the cast. Yeah, I'm not mad at that actually. I think I would have been very intrigued to kind of see that too especially in untucked you know just to kind of see what that person hmm. okay and whatever what else about the season any other big standouts or things for you um i don't know if the season i don't think the season needed to be 16 episodes i really don't really i don't think that it needed to go on that long the amount of non-elimination episodes were a little crazy and I felt like, you know, we love Drag Race partly because we know the formula and we do expect some twists and turns to kind of come down, you know, in the end. But some of these episodes I felt like were definitely creating just ad space mm-hmm. for Bubbly, for Cash App, for some of these brands that have, you know, put the money in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm just, you know, let's figure out a more creative way to go about it because I felt like some of the non-elimination episodes were just drew drew out a very long season okay i agree with that but on the other hand we also got the first time that a queen has gotten hundred and fifty thousand dollars and the second queen has gotten fifty thousand dollars miss congeniality and all participating queens and all so like the money ever so everyone has literally walked away with money because of these 16 episodes in this ad space so 
I, I get what you're saying about because, again, I was right there with you about, dang, another week and nobody's eliminated. But at the same time, the knowing that at least everyone participating in the show was walking away with some money to recoup on what they've spent on this, I think is a plus or kind of balances itself out for me. No, I totally get it. I am I, like, hey, and, you know, if more girls get to show their drag off. That's also a plus. Let's just figure out a more creative way to go about this mm-hmm. rather than just being like um i'm gonna do you know we're gonna do a six you know a six-way lip sync or Mm -hmm. um everybody you know everyone's in the bottom like girl like let's 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 stop some of Mm -hmm. the these theatrics um and i yeah i get it it's it's tough to kind of you know recreate different twists for for each season but i think this was one where it was it, it didn't come off as organic at all what do you think of the return to the season eight format in the grand finale? I was really excited about the format. I was really excited about it. And I thought that I was like, I this like is a too. great way to showcase queen, each queen, how they want to be showcased. Yeah. Um, I was not crazy about the majority of the songs that were created. You could definitely tell who had the better songs. I th- what, what do you do in that situation if you're in a group of five and you all get your songs and then you hear the obvious better song? Like, how does that make you feel? How do, how do you prepare for your song when you know that it's not up to par? With I honestly what felt all the songs were pretty much on the same level with the exception of Candoms. I think hers might have been Lady one. Lady was hers definitely was definitely one a step, step above. above. But yeah. like, I felt like all of the songs were kind of mediocre. And I, I'm interesting. I'm interested to know um, what level of uh, involvement did the girls have did in have? creating the songs. I don't necessarily think, I think they had, I, I mean, just like on the show, you know, you get these songs and you're told to learn them and you perform them just like in a lip sync, you know? And so, or do you get to like, I mean, but this one, I think though, they like, got do you to get to write, like you might have someone else record it. If you're not like a singer, singer, mm-hmm. if you don't want to sing. No, they probably like, don't get the right. These are probably already canned songs. And then it's, here's your song, create a performance around it. Yeah. So you're like, you're in charge of everything else. And so, I mean, to that, which still plays a huge part. Yeah, I just think that there should have, I would have liked to see there be more involvement from Mm. the queens, Mm -hmm. um, because I think that that would have made the songs better. Okay, that's fair. Um, What do you think about the looks from this season? What have been some of your favorite looks from uh, this entire season of Drag Race? Okay, some of my favorite looks. Um, I... Let it be said, I will like uh, Cornbread's um, opening look that she had with the, it was just the corset with like the veil. Um, For? It was uh, the very first, it was the very first um, challenge. She what had, was that? it was just like the, it was like oh, the, the really wedding glittery, challenge. No, it was the glittery corset with like, just like, it looked like a, like a little, uh, silver rag that was just oh, hanging on her head, yes, but I really yes, did like that. I thought yes. it was it was like so simple, mm-hmm. but I really did enjoy that. Um, I think Willow Pill did have some really cool looks in the ball. I think what Lady Camden was able to also create was uh, in one of the design challenges. It was kind of the Vic- Victoria's Secret wings inspired oh, yeah. look that was definitely a standout to me as well. I really liked. Um Gosh, okay. So I obviously Carrie Colby's Jennifer Lopez dress, fabulous, especially to have 
the ex- the exact dress. It was a stunt. A it great was a, look. She was definitely. A, it was, she's you know she was like I don't need to create a crazy amazing look. She was like I'm going to stunt on you girls by letting you know that I have access to and I can wear yeah. J Lo's dress. Yeah, I also really loved Carrie Colby's reunion look and her pink carpet look for the finale. Um, the the the, the Thanos yeah. reference. I loved all the three of those. Um, and then, oh gosh, there was, oh, Alyssa Hunter's mirror, mirror look sickening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sickening. It was good. It wasn't on the show, but it was good. It, but it's still, she was, a, she had the look and she would have worn it had she I not been eliminated, but I, I thought that that so look So you didn't was have great. many runway moments for you. Uh, I think everybody for the most part did okay. Um, I, I think, um, runway standouts probably not like angeria looked great pretty consistently um she had a couple of questionable looks here and there yeah uh willow pills the the, the challenge that I she think won the ball looked yeah was, i think it that was, was a good really, one really i thought it was done it was really great. well and i was i was like okay yeah this is you deserve to win this yeah. for sure yeah yeah she absolutely looked great there so yeah i mean that probably that one okay so um, okay, the standouts. Did you have any standouts? Who were your standout queens for this season or people that you maybe saw coming in or like, yep, they're going straight to the top four or however many they have? I think I said, and I can't remember. We'll have to go back and look on the podcast because I think I said Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, we said the same and, people. Angeria, Bosco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Willow and Bosco both made it. Um, I don't know if I said Lady Camden. I want to think that I did. I think my but Lady Camden was, you know, she was somebody that was like, oh, okay. But it, it took me yeah. a while to fully, because I feel like I was the Angeria stand all the way Same. through the season. And I felt like as she started to kind of flutter and dwindle, kind of I, think, I think she kind little. of lost energy a little bit. Yeah. And um, Lady Camden definitely was more Picking of a rev steam. up. Yeah. yeah. So um, those, were, those were definitely my standouts. I think at the beginning of the season, my top four was Cornbread, Cornbread, Willow, Angeria, and, and probably Bosco. Yeah. But then obviously halfway through the season, by probably by episode eight, it's like, oh, okay. So it's definitely going to be. I think you were also in, in saying Carrie too. I, I think maybe, I yeah, that maybe Carrie was going to be top five because this is before we knew that there was going to be a top five instead of a top four. Um, but then I think about halfway, I think Lady Camden definitely kind of snuck in there for me too. So, but yeah, I, it was very interesting. Um, and then just overall thoughts on the top five. That's my last question for you. What do you think about this top five? Do you think it was the right top five or who would your people have been? Who would your Queens have been? Um, I, you know what, one of the things that we haven't talked about, and I just want to kind of talk a little bit about this before we before we get out of it um the journey of diabetes was yeah. a huge uh, moment while she was not the favorite or the most congenial <laughs> um she went home first, first um for first, her week yeah uh and then was given an opportunity to come back and made it all the way to the, through the top five to the top five First and i time think it's been done you know i was um i was impressed that she had made it that far same because she definitely was nowhere in my top five at any point 
Um, and if I if I had to be, you know, honest, I probably would have switched her out mm-hmm. for someone like a cornbread if, you know, she had not hurt her ankle. Um, if there was someone else that I would have put in the top five, it probably would have been. Um, hmm. I would have kept Willow, of course, Bosco, Lady Camden and, and Angeria. Mm-hmm. But if I had to put someone else back in. I think Alyssa Hunter could have been in that spot. It would be hard for me. I don't know who I would have wanted to kind of come back in and see a, to participate in the finale and do like a a number. Maybe Georges. That could be very entertaining. Now, do I feel like Georges did everything to warrant her a a top five placement? No, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I would have rather seen her in the top five than Diabetti. Hmm. I mean, well, you can clearly see Georgia's was done. She was ready to go. Yeah, she definitely is. Also, I mean, you have to, this was the longest season. A lot of the girls were running yeah. out of steam. Running and, and also clothes. running out of clothes. <laughs> yeah, steam and clothes. So, gosh. Okay, well, yeah, I, uh, to me, where, okay, last, last, last question. I keep getting you more. Um, where does this fall in your ranking of seasons as far as your favorite to least favorite? Where does this fall? Season 14. Hmm. For me, I don't think it's in my top five, but it is I don't, probably... Yeah, I don't know where this would... Maybe top 10. I don't know. But definitely not top five for me. But it was a great season. I really enjoyed yeah, I'll, it. I, I, it's hard for me to kind of pinpoint where it would fall, but I'll say it wasn't the worst season of Drag Race. Oh, at, by far, no. It wasn't the worst season. Not at I all. I think season nine is probably the one. It's kind of where I cut my teeth on Drag Race a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I will always really like that season. But um, it's it, it there's there have been worse seasons. Absolutely. Um, and less impressive winners yeah. of Drag Race. Oh. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. That's it for my TV spotlight. Okay. So. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll come back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Hey, everyone. We are back. Hey. And it is time for Fizz or Flat. This is the moment of the show where Marcus and I get to recap what's gone on the past week in pop culture give it a fizz if we're feeling them or a flat Flat if if we're we're not not. i'm gonna go ahead and get started so the first thing i wanted to talk about was Uh i did watch the first lady's pilot um oh yeah on showtime this past week and there have been there's been lots of flack coming for viola davis um viola davis plays michelle obama um, the show centers around three first ladies. It includes Michelle Obama, Eleanor Roosevelt, and Betty Ford. Who's playing um, the other two ladies. So Jillian Anderson is playing Eleanor Roosevelt, and Michelle Pfeiffer is playing right. Betty Ford. Uh, the interesting thing with this is that it follows them all during their time, kind of pre-White House, Mid White House and post White House, and mm-hmm. so it kind of it it time jumps uh so much because it's kind of telling their stories intertwined, and Viola Davis is getting a lot of flack flack for her portrayal of Michelle Obama. Um, it's not necessarily what 
she's saying, but it is how she is uh, holding her face and her facial expressions mm-hmm. throughout this. Um, a lot of, you know, I don't even know how to really explain this, but it's the while person. I was watching while I was watching the show, I definitely saw it. Mm-hmm. We, def- you know, me and my old man were like, what is going on? And giggled and cackled, you know, when it when it was getting really bad, because there's some there are some points at which Vilo does a really strong pursing of the lips and almost kind of a. Um, it, it does look comical. It does look like a little bit of a funny face, like the eyebrows are like kind of raised and the eyes are a little bit bigger. And then the mouth is kind of, you know, pursed up and mm-hmm. protruding a little bit. Um, and Twitter has drug uh, <laughs> Mrs. Davis uh through through the mud for this portrayal and kind con- and saying like it's disrespectful that she's mocking Michelle and things like that's this. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. This is what I will say. Okay. Number one, if you have a problem with it, now yes, it is funny. But for you to take it to the level of, oh, it's disrespectful, you're mocking, you know, our first I don't lady. Think that was you don't need it. Yeah. You can't say that to her. You need to take that up actually with the director. Yeah. Because he's the one that saw Directing or she or he do. or she is the one who saw it through the lens right. and was like, This is what we're going with. Right. Okay. He could have given a note if it was getting too much, and which I'm sure he probably had to, because yeah, some of the some of the facial expressions are did I think that it, did I think that it was over exaggerated? Yes, but I mean I've also seen videos where it's like, well, Michelle actually does do this, and she it's just, like, but I it's just, just not so pronounced. To, I just don't even like think she that. needed to do it. Yeah, like we know that you're Michelle Obama. We got it. Yeah, I don't think that you need to do that. And if Dang. you know, if I don't know if that was something that she did to kind of center herself into the character or to the role, but like you need to figure something else out because I didn't think I don't think it's necessary and I think that if you hadn't done that it wouldn't have taken anything away from your performance has Viola said anything not yet you think she will I I think that she will have a statement um and I don't know may it might be better just to not say nothing I mean do you think she'll take it in stride will she release a statement or will she make a joke out of it um that's a good question because sometimes she does make a joke out of herself and she can like laugh, you know, when right. when people kind of were posting, you know, videos of her working on how to get away with mur- murder, mm-hmm. um, you know, she kind of reposted and laughed oh, yeah. and made jokes and things like that. But then I don't, I don't know if she's going to make a joke out of this. It might, I don't know because some people are, I mean, some people are upset about it. Right. And so I wouldn't, I don't know if that's the route to take this, but. At the end of the day, it's not like that is the choice that she made as an actor. The project's done. It's in the can. Like, get ready to see right. this I mean, for the can, rest yeah, of the series because she she's not going to change yeah. midway. But also, y'all mad at the wrong person. Like, right. it's the director. And like, you have this is what this is the vision that, you know, they had that they came up with and they executed it. So are you giving it a fizz or a flat? I'm going to give um I'm actually giving well, I give her performance a um a flat. Mm. Cause I don't think it was necessary for her to do this. I, I don't think it would have taken anything away from the performance had she not had that. I actually haven't seen it. So like I've just seen clips, so I don't know if I I if am I able to give a fizz or flat? 
Yeah, you probably should just be silent. Then no, silent no. I'll be. actually, so this is what I'm hoping actually happens. Mm. This is what I'm hoping actually happens. I'm hoping that they are trying to maybe show a progression of Michelle Obama of her time because as of right now we are focused on her pre-White House. Mm-hmm. So, so you think have, in the in the upcoming episodes it'll be less and less? Maybe I'm hoping. <laughs> how how many episodes? I don't know how I don't know the order for this. Okay, but but, but they're, just, and they're so, not so all the, out at once. No, 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 no. So it's weekly. a weekly. Got um, it. it's it comes out weekly on Showtime. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll abstain on this one then. Yeah, I'm gonna get maybe I'll take it out. Flat. Um, but y'all leave her alone about it. Yes, it is not. It's not. It's a lot, but <laughs> leave her alone. Don't don't be mean. Um, okay, so mine is Coachella. This was the this past weekend was weekend number two of Coachella, and all the heavy hitters are back. I just wanted to. Did you have a chance to look at any of the Coachella performances over either of the weekends? I've kind of got no. Um, I have not really made it a point to look at any of the performances. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they had Coachella. They'd been going through it trying to find somebody to perform. Yeah, I thought they were going to call me. They didn't, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I need it's there was no one that I really felt like I needed to see. I really I was really excited to see Meg the Stallion um, and she dropped a new song Plan okay. B. I thought that was really cute. I was really excited to see Doja Cat as well. I actually still want to go see her in concert. She had a really cute set. Um, and then I was so you've seen them. I've seen like performances. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm still waiting to find like the entire stream of this of the set, but I've definitely seen performances. Um, another one that was interesting: Harry Styles and Shania Twain were together. That was pretty interesting, and he had kind of talked about how he grew up listening to her because of his mom and respected her so much, and just knowing about Shania Twain's battle with like trying to come over her stage anxiety and get back out and performing again. So I thought that was pretty interesting too. She needs to reach out to Summer Walker. No, she does not. To see if she because can Shania's get, already leaps she can and help bounds. Her, she can help her get out of her mm-hmm. um, stage anxieties. Well, Do you feel like Harry Styles queer baits? Uh, we were having this conversation the other day, weren't we? Uh, no. Somebody, I, somebody was. I was having this conversation with somebody. I don't. Number one, what does Harry Styles identify as? I don't know. Okay, I, that I don't know. So maybe I can't answer that question. I don't know what he well, identifies as. Um, well, go to his Facebook. Oh, <laughs> let's see. What are you? What are you googling? I assume that he is straight. That's what I'm looking at. I am seeing, and I don't. I have not seen anything that he just is. You know, has a flamboyant style. Someone asked him um, in a uh, in 2017 um, if he was bisexual, and he said no. He says he does not think it's important to be labeled by sexual orientation rather than he would he would want to be free. He would want to stay free from those labels. Um, but he has dated women. OK, uh, he's dates um, Olivia. Yeah, he has dated women. Uh, um, what's her last name? She was married to Jason Sudeikis and then they got a divorce. Olivia Munn. No, not Olivia Munn. Olivia. Uh, I don't know. Ugh. Olivia Coleman. <laughs> this is going to bug me now. Olivia Wilde. Okay. Yeah. Olivia Wilde. So he said Harry. he was. Um, he said so. He's, so I'm guessing he's straight if he's dating women. He says he's not bisexual. Okay. Um, but 
I feel like so. So then you ask me, do I think he's queer baiting? Yeah. <sighs> the costume, I the think, song. The... Do I think everybody can wear what they want to wear and feel how they want to feel? Absolutely. Do I also think that the amount of attention that he's getting for it is a little excessive? Yeah. I think that there are uh, young black boys walking around here every day looking more fabulous than Harry ever could and don't get any shine or respect and have to sometimes fight for their lives and just to kind of see Harry get celebrated for these kind of more feminine and queer-centric looks uh, is a little... It's a little off-putting, but at the same time, you know, everybody should be able to allow their space to experiment with how they look if they're genuine about it and not just for an album or something like that. Yeah. And, I mean, this has been pretty consistent from him. So, okay. I don't... What do you think? Um, I do think that there's a level of queer baiting that he's yeah. doing. Yeah. I mean, do queer people li- like Harry Styles? Yeah. They're, they're, uh, he I has don't quite a following. Um, yeah. I think a lot of they like gay boys, his, I think a lot of gay boys, uh, you know, fawn over Harry. And I, I think that. he knows that. And I, I think maybe it might, it might be um, unintentional to say, like, oh, well, I want to also reach out to that part of my fan base as well. But I think that he knows what, exactly what he's doing. Mm hmm. I mean, besides in one direction, have you seen him ever look any other way? No. I I, I mean, I'm just asking. I'm not trying to defend him. Oh wait, again, are you talking in terms of 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 his flamboyancy? Like, I mean, I feel like yeah. once one direction. What are you talking, bro- Marcus, he was not we- he was not wearing no uh, glitter suit uh, with white boots on uh, any time in One Direction. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. That's no, what, that's what I said after One Direction. No. I said after One Direction. Has he? been like have i seen have do i have i seen him in regular regular clothes or is he has he has that been a newer thing for him because i don't follow harry style so i don't necessarily nothing like this no maybe maybe like a nail paint maybe yeah, I, I, that's what maybe. I was saying. I thought he was always doing that. Maybe though. a nail paint. I'll I'll give it maybe something like that. Okay, but not to this full no, on. No, baby. Like he is now. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, I, I mean, in that sense, because, again, at the same time, you see all of these people who give Billy Porter such a hard time about the way that he dresses on the wet carp, red carpet, but then... Harry kind of gets praised. Like, okay, this is little... something. So he's in a fe- feather boa on. Yeah, this is in twenty twenty one. Oh, this is last month. Okay, um, so so not this is just all recently. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So, I yeah, that's a very. I think the amount of tension he uh, the tension that he gets once again is the main source of this, and I don't think that should be the case. I mean, kudos, do do what you want. Great for you. This is. No, How this is wanna... oh, this is from twenty twenty one, so this is a year ago in yeah. the feather boa. Yeah, so it's recent. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't really care. I guess. Okay, well, Marcus has made it clear. Um, you want me to go on to mine? I mean, do you care? Do you care? Do you? No, I just asked. I just asked the question. Oh, okay. No, okay. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. 
Coachella, are we giving it a fizz or a flat? I give it a flat. I'm giving it a fizz. They couldn't get it. They first. I'm glad they got it together, but the 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 romper room fuckery in order to make this <laughs> okay. Coachella happen this year. No, no, child, no, no, no. no, no. It's I, a flat. I'm giving it a fizz. Total fizz for me. Okay, now you can move on. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is Diddy is ready to put on a show. Uh, Puff Daddy P Diddy is he Sean into comedy Combs, too. Um, he is not getting in comedy, but he <laughs> is now becoming executive producer for the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. Um, and he's also been announced as the host, so he's going to be pulling double duty um, on May 15th as the EP and host of the show. Uh, it's cool because I think it was I'm trying to remember. It was Billboard who kind of released this. It was. This is going to be 25 years to the de- or 20. It's the 25 year anniversary of him receiving his first Billboard Music Award. Hmm. Yeah, which was really cool um, for the No Way Out album. I wonder what he plans to do with this show. So this is the thing I'm going to tell you right now. Diddy has always known how to make a show. Absolutely. If you remember, I remember yeah. watching. I think it was his diary on MTV, mm-hmm. in which he had to prepare for his. VMA performance. Yes. And he was like lobbying them, lobbying them for more time. He was like, I need more time. I need more time. And to me, probably one of the best VMA performances I've seen in what she did. Yeah. It was him. It was Busta Rhymes. It was so uh, he brought uh, a Usher. Few people out. It yeah. was, I mean, it was just so many, you know, um, so many nods and so many like music that like so much music that was like, it was, yeah, it, it was, was really cool. So I, I know that he knows how to put on a show, um, of course, Meg Thee Stallion is performing, and we do know that. Um, I think there will also be the Red Heart, the Red Heart Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. Lotto, mm-hmm. um, and of course, Mary J. Blige is going to be performing because she's nice, um, nice she's going to be getting honored okay. uh, with the Icon Award. Oh, good for her! Yeah, so um, it's going to be a family. It's going to be a family affair. Yeah, because Diddy and Mary J. go way back. They do, um, and so that's cool. Uh, I don't know what else. I don't know what he's gonna have planned, but I know it's gonna be entertaining. I would be. I'm. A, I will be watching. I. This will be. It sounds like you know if he's taking over his EP and hosting the show, he has a clear vision for how he wants this to look. Yeah. And so I will be very intrigued to kind of see what that is. Fist for me. Yeah. Fist for me as well. Yeah. Um. The only other one I had was the Thor: Love and Thunder trailer finally came out last week, and everybody's super excited about it. Um, just giving you a quick Marvel update. It looks pretty cool. I think that they've been very intentional in keeping a lot of the clips and information from the movie out of the trailer, which I think is very, very smart because I think that they're trying to wait until the Multiverse of Madness is over with or um, premieres so that people have a chance to see that because we're going to see some repercussions of what happens in MOM in Thor Love and Thunder. But I love the trailer. Mm. It looks good. Have you had a chance to look at it? I've not. It's very '80s feeling, which okay. I really, really like. So. Now look, y'all. We now don't go in the same vein as Wonder Woman. Oh no, 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 no. This is that, doing that. That failed miserably. This is go. This is being directed again by Taika Waititi, and he's do. He does a pretty good job. Pretty, pretty good job. So I'm giving this a total fizz for me. Cool fizz. You ain't even seen it, so you have to abstain. Okay, I'll abstain. I, yeah. This is yeah. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> um, the next thing I want to talk about, y'all, I just can't stay out of the court system these you days. You really can't. Nene Leaks this uh this past week had 
come forward with her lawsuit um, against Bravo. Against and who? Bravo. <laughs> and uh, not only Bravo, but also the production companies that were involved that create Real Housewives show. of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and is uh, suing them for creating a racially hostile work environment. What she claims um, is a racially hostile. Now, this was very interesting because... <sighs> Okay, so let's just start at the top. Okay. So she is um she names NBC Universal, okay, True Entertainment, mm-hmm. and Truly Original um as all like as the defendants. And so those are the production companies, so NBC but associated with Bravo that put on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um she names Andy Cohen in the lawsuit. Mm. Kim Zosiak Bierman, her who's also on Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, is, she's not a defendant. Kim is not a defendant, but Nene names her as um, part of the environment that mm-hmm. was going on. Uh, when I looked at kind of what the lawyers were talking about, to sum this up for y'all, that she is recalling moments from the show in which some are most of them are on camera some of them that she states are off camera in which there were uh racist comments being made by by Kim mm. um by Kim Zolciak mm. and she names the instance in where you know Kim makes a comment about like I didn't want to go hang with Nene any and them chicken. and eat chicken yeah. so you remember that yeah um she also kind of names the incident where Kim calls Candy's uh, neighborhood the ghetto. Yeah. Um, And there was an instance, this was not on camera, but she says that there was an instance in which Kim called her the Mm N-word. Now, I find that hard to believe because I know NeNe Leakes. (laughs) um, Or, no, I've seen who NeNe Leakes is on the show, and I doubt, I highly doubt that that would have happened. That would have flown. Um, yeah, without that yeah, without that going anywhere else. Yeah. Um, now, the doc. Okay, so in the lawsuit, this is what the statement is. Okay, from the outset, Kim Zosiak Bierman was allowed and permitted to engage in racially offensive conduct and make racially offensive statements without any meaningful consequence or remedial action from NBC, Bravo, or True. Um, that's, that's just the initial statement. Now, what they go on to say is, is that despite Kim's behavior, she was actually rewarded by, giving a spin, by getting a spinoff. Mm. And that's where I understood where this was all coming from. Nene Leakes has been lobbying for this spinoff for quite some time for Bravo. And when it did not happen, mm-hmm. it did not happen. That is really when the issues with her and Bravo started. What was the spinoff about? I don't know. I have no, We have no clue what she wanted to talk about. We had mm-hmm. no clue what she wanted. She had one spinoff called I Dream of Nene, which was the wedding. Right. But there weren't, I don't think that there were any to come after that. I'm not sure exactly what she thought she was going to make a show about. But I know that that was something that she had said in the press of like she's been on the show and and several other housewives have gotten the chance to do spinoffs talking about Kim, talking about Candy. Mm -hmm. So where did all of this? Well, I guess this paints a little bit more of a picture of where this all started to go wrong with her and Bravo. But why is she choosing to go down 
this particular. So she's literally burning this bridge. I think she is way. at. I think she is grasping at straws. I think she's at her final. Yeah. Kind of like I don't know what. Like, else why not to just do. separate? Like, um, I, yeah, I'm not. Hmm. So the, you know, with Bravo deciding not to renew her contract for Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, which I'm starting to kind of see. They're doing that with a lot of the girls. Yeah. Um, I think it's sad that they chose to start this with Nene um, because I do think that she built Bravo. Like it she should definitely. say she definitely put Bravo on the map with Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I think that for her to for it to have to come to this is sad. Yeah, that's because this is this is an instance in where. Nini, I don't know if you have much of a case. The instances of what you talk about, mm-hmm. like while they were off color comments, I don't know about the racist, the, insensitive environment for Real Housewives of Atlanta, right? Because which is a predominantly back. black show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not in which s- in which the situations, like the one about the chicken, that was just. I, I I heard how she said it, and to me that was not a I'm I'm coming and trying to be racist and, stare, purpose, and, and do a stereotype. Yeah, yeah. I, that's not to say that there's not something that's happened off camera. Well, she said that she's been called the N word off camera by Cam, but now, I also I'm, agree with you with that. I just don't think that she would have let that fly, knowing what we know about her on a in a on camera setting. And also, we have seen her and Cam, yeah, being buddy buddy very yeah. recently. Yeah. We have also heard her say that she would have been open to coming back to the show. So, I, so I mean, why I'm trying this? to think like, yeah, like something is not adding up here. I'm this, giving this, this a flat. This is, a, this is a flat for me. I feel like Nene, I feel like, you know, I think you're I think we're wasting money here with the lawyer. This is a flat for me. And I think it would be better for you to go and let's figure out a show. Let's take it to another network. Like, to another network. You know, like if that's if you're getting to know there, like let's go somewhere else. And who's to say that she hasn't tried that? She right. probably has tried that. And everybody's but her like no. we got like let's figure out a way to switch it up. Yeah. It's a flat for me. Yeah. Uh that's all I have. Do you have anything else? Uh no, that's it. So final thoughts. What are your final thoughts leaving this episode? Leave people alone. Leave people okay. alone. Now I am not let me let me sit, let me please say this. Am I condoning what Mike Tyson did? Absolutely not. But what is somebody supposed to do if you are getting harassed? on an airport you know no telling what you've been going through that day and you're just trying to get home you are minding your own business and then you see a fan come up oh yeah let me take a picture absolutely great and then you're going about your day but then to have this person continually harass you and heckle you and sit behind you on the plane like what is some i I just leave people alone that's all i'm going to leave people alone that's what i'm taking away from this okay um in the, in the same vein of that, stop wasting taxpayer tax money and stay out of these courts. Now, y'all know better. Now, Johnny and Amber, y'all know y'all was both crazy and doing things no y'all have no business that. doing. You writing on the wall in blood. She's uh, pooping in the bed. Allegedly. Okay. Uh, Black China, you mad because you are not on the show, which you already knew that relationship was ending. Doomed. And you was being violent with him. So you already... You Allegedly. Are, and, and, and wondering why the show... Why, why, why ain't we doing season two? 
Girl, sit down. Nene. Uh, stop wasting this money and yeah. like let's put you're gonna put, need it. put this lawsuit money into a pilot. Yeah. What's the show you want? So do let's the show that you it. you let's wanted find the show. A producer. Let's find a producer. Get with Carlos get Will King. Packer on the line. Get with Carlos King. Get with somebody and like let's put that money in there. The money yeah. that you're wasting in this lawsuit, you could be shopping this. You could that be I shooting agree. a pilot and shopping it. That I agree with. Put your money up. Let's Stay go. out of these courts. That's my last thing. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Where can they find us? So you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok now, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube uh, at Co-Pop Show, uh, Co-Pop Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Trent Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Thank you all so much for listening. Another week in the books yeah and we'll be back next week bye